Welcome to Foundations, powered by Building Point. Join us each week as we discuss the world of building construction. All right, well, hello and welcome to Foundations, powered by Building Point. After a couple month hiatus, we are back, which is awesome. We're actually sitting in our brand new studio and we're back for another 30 some, I don't know, 30 some episodes, uh, Foundations, which is going to be a heck of a lot of fun. And of course, by we, I mean my colleagues and cohorts here at Foundations, Chris Hawkins, welcome back to a brand new season. Are you ready to do this? Good to be back, man. Let's get going. All right, I'm excited. And joining us for this great adventure um, is our newest host, actually. Um, his name is Steve Carone. So, Steve, welcome to Foundations. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Man, he's got that radio voice. He he, he sounds better than us, Chris. Yeah, I'm already trumped in this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, now you have to bring politics yeah, into it? I just, once I said that, I was like, don't. <laughs> I don't mind being some ear candy for you guys. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Just say some syllables for us, Steve. That's all we need from you. So, Anytime. All right. So, guys, we're ready to jump into the deep end on this. Um, now, Steve, before we get into the topic du jour, I um, wanted to simply and formally introduce you to everyone. Um, now, while your day job here at Building Point focuses on software and estimating, you've kind of spent a lot of time dealing on the enterprise side, um, data, data management solutions. Is that is that an okay assumption? Yep, absolutely. Um, yeah, so uh, I've, I've been involved in, yeah, kind of data storage and backup uh, appliances for a long time and kind of analyzing data, um, you know, RAID sets, N plus one, N plus two, um, uh, metadata, you know, kind of data about your data, you know, you know, where's it, where's it being held? How do you, how do you get that data back? Um, that was for uh, EMC. And then I, I did some Dell stuff doing uh, servers, storage, networking, and then also worked uh, for Microsoft doing some cloud stuff. So Microsoft Azure um, and, and kind of sold to kind of SMB to mid-market uh, accounts uh, on the cloud, which is a, a tough sell right now, but that's where things are going. Um, where things are going, but that's, um, you know, it's the beginning uh, to that stuff as well. So it will get there, but um, that's what I've done for, for quite a few years now. And, and yeah, I have a pretty good background on the, on the data side of stuff. Nice. Hey, at Building Point, we're all about the hard sell. So that's that's okay. So we're used to that. And and that's what's funny is because when we start talking about this, you know, more and more of our conversations, even even in these podcasts, Chris, is it becomes a discussion of data, of, of what do you do with the data, of not letting the data just lay there. Um, you know, and then like today's topic is... Is actually pretty apropos because we're actually talking about um, we're going to jump into a topic that deals specifically with dealing with a data set that's much larger than what we're probably all used to. So, um, so Steve, we're just thrilled to have you around, um, and so we, that's why we really felt that you were a good guy to keep around these parts as we talk about transitioning the industry into this industry to more of a data centric kind of business. So, um, so guys, so welcome, and uh, we promise to be gentle, Steve, this first time. Good, good, thank you. Just thank the you. first time. <laughs> yeah. So. Yes, the beatings will commence after this, but um, but to reset the table as we sit down and begin to wade into the industry topics, we have a simple goal each and every time we come out, and that's to have a discussion, really, just a, here to, not to p- push a particular product or brand, but to have a larger conversation uh, on some of the ideas and answers um, to the challenges that we're facing here in the AEC market space, and, and that's really it. So, it's a simple goal, and uh, every time we sit down, we try to aim for that, and, and we hit it every once in a while. So, really, when Chris carries the conversation, you know, I I, I think it's it's I much more. I think when I carry the conversation, it's a big circular pattern on the perimeter, <laughs> so, right? Yeah, yeah. It's that it's that whole toilet bowl kind of <laughs> pattern. 
So, all right. So that, that makes sense. So let's let's jump into this. So as we jump into this today, um, we've got a lot of, of really cool topics we're going to head into this this time around. So these next several episodes, uh, we got a bunch of guests planned. So it's, it's going to be an exciting coming months, uh, several coming months as we head into uh, 2019 already. Jeez, that sounds scary. I know. It's going um, fast. Yeah. I mean, I can't believe football season's already here. We were just talking about that offline. And it's like, man, football season's starting. Is starting. Well, by the time this airs, it'll already have officially yeah, started exactly. for college football. So it's kind of excited to be to be getting into that again but um so we've we wanted to relight the candle here with a topic that's all too familiar um especially down here in florida and that's the exact idea of existing conditions and and it deals with laser scanning and reality capture uh, but we wanted to take a different track on that particular subject because we've certainly in some previous episodes covered the concept of laser, laser scanning and modeling deliverables um but there's a lot of exciting advancements happening in this space. And I was curious to talk about kind of life beyond point clouds today. Um, laser scanners, by their very definition, create clouds of points, right? Large, massive clouds. Very of large. Tons of data. Typically. Um, but I think what's interesting right now is we're seeing that technology is also enabling us to consume these point clouds in a number of different ways. And so that's good because while while point clouds contain a ton of information, they also present challenges, especially when you're looking at that point cloud for the first time or it's a larger scope job than you're used to seeing. Um, it can really kind of set you back. And so, Chris, we'll, we'll, I'm looking at you on this, but there's a number of speed bumps that you can hit if you're not ready to talk about a large point cloud file and it's file size, it's just the scope. Let's first of all talk about some of those things that, because we see it all the time, that, that deer in the headlights look when someone opens up a point cloud right. for the first time in their mind. Right, right. I mean, it, yeah, file size is definitely one of them because, I mean, you're you're used to dealing with, you know, a few megs, you know, maybe a gig, and then all of a sudden you're, you're 10 times that on, on a typical cloud. Um, but it's it really just turns into what is this? I mean, people are used to seeing plans, they're used to seeing PDFs, they're used to seeing, you know, office document files, spreadsheets. A very digestible form. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, everything is, is very understandable, very relatable, because there's all kinds of business documents that are very similar to those. But <clears throat> all of a sudden you get this this new quote kind of graphic uh, file type. And, and in all reality, in the back end, it's really just kind of like a, a spreadsheet with a few columns and lots of, you know, checks on and off as to whether or not there's a, there's information in this coordinate. But, but uh, yeah, you just like, okay, what software do I use to open it? How in the world do I view it? Um, what, I mean, when, when we're displaying it, you know, we're, we know the software, so we're moving it around and it lo- and it looks, you know, relatively straightforward, but <clears throat> But when you get down to it on your end and uh, you're using it for the first time, it's like, you know, okay, well, how do I pull dimensions? How in the world do I rotate this thing? Um, why is it so slow? You know, what resources do my systems need? Do I need to revamp? You know, it, you know, it, we, we, we just had an overhaul for our internal design, you know, CAD systems. Um, but now it seems like there's a whole nother potential uh, level for the guys that need to access these clouds. It's, uh, I mean, there's, it, it's, you know, where can I access it? How do I share it? I mean, do do I need to send this, you know, 50 gig file to uh, the guy next to me so he can download on his computer? Is there a cloud? Right, because we're not talking about a 50K PDF file. Yeah, no. I mean, we're talking about a significant, even the smaller ones can still be significant. Yeah, I mean, mean, and even it's like, oh, we'll just throw it on the server and everybody will access from the server. It's like, well, that's great. Now, you know, what's the backbone of your server? You know, how, how, you know, what's your distribution pipeline? Because that, that might not necessarily be the best case as Steve well. Steve might have some friends that will help with <clears throat> yeah. that. Yeah, I, I exactly. Do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do. Um, and uh, He's so like, hit me up on LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's, there's just that whole level of, you know, okay, I, I, 
I figured out how to get this into, I mean, of course, we're going to help you every step of the way on what to do, but just, you know, if you are interested in clouds, you know, internally and you start downloading some data sets off, uh, off the internet and off the cloud and, uh, and start, you know, uh, perusing them on your own, you're just trying to figure out, you know, all of these challenges and, um, and it, it, you ultimately kind of typically hit a wall and it's like, okay, I really don't quite understand this yet. And um, I hear it's all the rage, but I just don't know how it's going to really benefit me. And so that's kind of where we're really, you know, there to help you to understand, well, what are you really needing to do with it? Um, Because you really need to approach these things with uh, a defined scope. You know, there needs to be, uh, I don't know if I shouldn't say need, but you're typically have a specific purpose as to why you actually venture down this road or why you're looking to go down this road. And if you approach your, your, you know, next steps or your productivity of how you're going to consume the cloud with those goals in mind, then you're going to have a much better success rate or a much earlier return rate on your efforts into truly, you know, utilizing. Yeah. And I think, I think that's a perfect segue into what we were talking about is, which is that you don't always have to just attack it from a whole point cloud. But I would say that, that in our experience and, and, Chris, I, I sit with you in a decent amount of these meetings, but the first thing that I would kind of recommend is for people, the first time they open up that point cloud, is to get familiar with a point cloud. It's only daunting for that first five minutes. Yeah. You know, There's tons of free viewers out there. You've obviously got Recap you can download, um, and there's a ton of Trimble has its own viewer. I mean, yeah. there's there's tons of options to get into the point cloud and start looking around with it. And I think that the first thing that, that you can use it for is just to start to gain spatial awareness, right? So the, the first step is just stop being scared of the cloud. Sure. Because it's a spatial representation. Right. I mean, and that's where, I mean, it, that's why I love the early days of, of modeling software when all of a sudden you went from manually generating. That was before my time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, that was a long I'll time ago. I'll take your word for that it. Was a, but... uh, that was a long time ago. Um, it's, before, and, it's way before yeah. Steve's time. Oh, whoa. Yeah, right. Exactly. And, In my um, mid-30s. But it, but it was, yeah, it was nice the fact that you could just, you know, Throw a section through your model, and you know, or throw, you know, draw a line essentially uh, that, uh, that that cuts that model in place, and you're getting a true understanding of what that you know what you've modeled to date, and that's you know completely you know evident uh, in a point cloud as well. I mean, that's really the easiest way to consume it because you get this large point cloud. You know, if it's a room, okay, that's fine. Typically, it's an entire building with loads of rooms inside of it, or it's an entire campus with multiple buildings in it, and you're like, geez, I, I got okay, so like. So target down to a building or target down to a department or target down to a simple room. And that's when you start getting more clarity as to, wow, I mean, I, I now know, you know what my ceiling heights are. I now know what my, what my room to room is. I, I, I know where this uh, drop steel is, is happening. I know it's just you, you all of a sudden now realize, okay, once I truly target what I'm pulling out of it, I just apply that over and over and over again to each individual area that I need to dig into. And I have a lot of my answers. Resolved. You know, and it's so funny because because this is a very fresh, you know, and this topic is very fresh in our mind because yesterday we were actually doing a scanning job and we were sitting in there and we were, we were showing the, the, the very end client, which was actually a step away from the people who we were contracted with, what a point cloud was and stuff. And it was funny because we were sitting in the room and we pulled up this entire project that we did for them, their entire facility. Um, and they were like, oh, OK, that's a that's a that's that's our building. And and it's funny because Chris, you took it and you took that section box and you went down to a single equipment wrap and they were like, 
holy cow, now we understand it. We yeah. can measure that rack, and it's like, yeah. guys, we just showed you, like, your entire building. But yeah. it was because you got it to a scope that, like, the mind can comprehend, and they were like, oh, now right, right. this makes it's a just, lot of sense. And yeah, it's, 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 it's just so funny because you're like, yes. I mean, you, you get you get that immediate reward because it's like, okay, these guys, they, they, they get it. I mean, lots of times it's uh, it's like, okay, I'm trying to keep up with the Joneses. I, I hear we need to do this. and uh, But then all of a sudden, I mean, these guys are all data-driven, right? I mean, so the, the, this – second removed client and and they quickly understood man i mean it, it, it was a split second i mean it, they went from wow look at this to oh my gosh we're going to be able to uh, coordinate all of this you know all of this effort and all of that effort because they've had these challenges in the back of their head and just immediately like oh, there you go there's a resolution for this and they could quickly you know we were we were hearing their side chatter and stuff and they were excited because now they could figure out how to get the equipment through rooms and through walkways yeah. and stuff without having to go back to the manufacturer specs and stuff they're like we have all this data right and that's really what it is and that's what's that's what I guess on our side gets to be a little bit frustrating sometimes, or at least for me, is that it's like, guys, really at the end of the day, we're just doing a lot of measurements. That's all we're doing is just like, stop being a, making this all complex and right. stuff. It's right. just a spatial representation. Right. I mean, that's that's what's funny, too, because you, you really have to, I mean, you don't have to, but I, I often take anyone new to a point cloud and, you know, zooming all the way in and realizing it's like, look, that's one little point on the screen. You know, I zoom all the way in. There's, it's like, you think there's nothing on your screen that that little point <laughs> represents, point. <laughs> you know, represents a, a, a point in, yeah. you know, in three dimensions. And now we have, you know, a trillion of them and uh, you have, you know, a full blown, you know, dimensional data of your space. And so now you can transition that. And like I say, you can go room by room, um, if you're comfortable, I mean, these point clouds transition really nicely into, you know, the majority of all design software, but lots of guys don't have the design software. So sometimes it's like, okay, well, if point clouds don't necessarily do it for you, I mean, we can start transitioning these things into meshes. Uh, something that people are a little more accustomed to is just hard line, you know, just seeing a solid surface per se, even though it's going to be triangulated and not necessarily look like a simplistic, you know, flat planar model, but um, it's still something that you can open up in a majority of viewers, <clears throat> not even, I, I guess the viewers, the proper word for it, but there's, with all the VR stuff and everything happening today, every single operating system has has default viewers that you send them a little OBJ file or something that's just a small, you know, uh, meshed portion of your model. And people will probably just have more of a touchy-feely comfort level with that more than a cloud just simply because that cloud has that transparency issue and sometimes you just don't know quite what you're looking at. And that's really the crux of what we're talking about today, right? We're talking about, you, you, of course, we have all these points and it's and we can deal in trillions of points and the computers can do it today, but there's other ways, right? And so I think that this mesh is kind of an exciting new way. Now, it's, it's kind of, I don't want to say bleeding edge, but it's cutting edge because we're not really using it. We're not seeing it being used in huge scale yet. Right. But but at least we're making those steps of saying, like you said, because I, I know a lot of times we, we talk to structural engineers and the first thing they want to see is a plane yeah, of surface. Right, right. I mean, they, they want to, they, you know, it's like, hey, we're used to dealing, you know, with Geometry. opaque planes, basically, right. right. And so it's like they... There's like these points are great, but you know I'm seeing all this stuff behind them, you know, and I and, and there's a lot of congestion, you know, and visual complexity in in my you know structure, and I, it's just it's not really yielding what I'm really looking for, and I'm like, no, I, I get it, and uh, but uh, you have the cloud right now. So if you want to go through the sectioning mechanism that I was talking about, you can mm -hmm. receive right now, you know, a, a good understanding of what you're dealing with. Um, I can go back and 
start cranking meshes for you, um, what scope are you looking for? Because it's better for me to create a mesh of isolated areas because um, they can take a while to triangulate. You know, you, you, you typically will get this, you know, uh, we've got, you know, 10, 10 million triangles in this one little room. It's like, and hey, and by the way, that doesn't, that, that comes with a big file size and, you know, and then transferring it to you and then you using it and what the resources on your computer are and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, eventually you're running the same way that Pixar is, yeah, which is yeah, not going to work yeah, well on your laptop. Exactly, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, which rendering method do you want to utilize this to view it best? Um, but, um, but yeah, so it, it's just, I, I mean, I guess to go back to, to the underlying, you know, uh, it's how do you want to use it, right? Right, it's just how you want to use it, and don't ever run past that. Because, I mean, a lot of providers out there, you know, including us, how you want to use it is your best understanding of what exactly we need to do, how we need to process it, how we need to deliver to you so you get the best and most immediate use out of it. Um, and, you know, that's kind of the name of the game, really. But but that's really the, at the end of the day, you know, that scoping also helps to get that file to be more manageable as oh, well. Because oh, yeah, the definitely. second you begin to scope it, we can begin to chop that down. Yeah, because, I mean, if you already have, I mean, if, if you are going to utilize it with an existing model that you have, or you already understand, you know, you know whether you're the, you have control of the project, or you're, you're just, you know, you're one of the team players, and you really only have... Um, you know, you're only really concerned about one quadrant of the project or something like that, or you're in one space, you're a mechanical guy, you're the electrical guy, you're the structural guy. Um, you might not uh, have full control over how the model's being, you know, managed, but if that model has a structure to it, you know, they're like, okay, we're dealing with, you know, this building or this department, um, we can then potentially break down. I mean, if it's by floors, if it's by column grid, I mean, we can chunk this thing up. I was going to bring that up. Yeah, column I mean, grid is a great way oh, it is. Of, of doing that. And every time you do that, it's, it seems like the light bulb goes it off. It is. I mean, there's a lot. Of, I mean, it, well, because it's, so, it's, it's, it's the fundamental you know, way of how you approach it anyways. I mean, you're laying out control. You know, you're, you know, you're laying out your systems. You've got to figure out which point you're laying this out of, you know, so you're going in the right direction, so you're not working 45 degrees off everybody else on site. And, and, uh, and there's a lot in today's, you know, software and cloud processing software that you can easily just start slicing up your, your uh, point cloud based off of column grid base, essentially. And, if, and, and by doing that, now you have a, a large cloud that's broken down into several modules based off your column structure, your, your grid. And you can turn these things on and off, and your resources for your system are no longer an issue. Um, I mean, right, you're it, now dealing with one percent of the resource right, hit. Exactly. I mean, yeah. and, and there's what, yeah. yeah. I was going to say that's where I want to yeah chime in on the data side of it. Yeah. Then, when you're speaking to these guys, and it sounds like it's pretty daunting to have this point cloud, and you've got trillions of points. If we can isolate out a specific area, or you know, you know, part of the building that they need to to see that's where we can just isolate that out and then it's going to kind of give a data savings to the to the customer they don't have to put that kind of tax on their you know on their server or anything like or that or have it's, to make that dreaded know, call to it yeah, until they yeah, right. get a new laptop right right <laughs> yeah right exactly <laughs> but well, it you, sounds like there is some flexibility there now to you know it's not just hey here's here's this humongous file with trillions of points we can isolate things out for them no you're yeah you're definitely right and okay. i mean and that's and that's where i mean it gives them a touchy-feely as well on their end because now they have a new product, even though they've never looked at a cloud before, but they have a quick, uh, you know, a familiarity. It's like, oh, I've been working on this project. I've been working on this by floor. Oh, this cloud is broken out by floor. I've been working on this, and this cloud is broken out, you know, by quadrant, by column grid. Um, 
my my model that I've been progressing through. It's all you know. We've got you know. You, some of these firms have you know insane uh, you know. CAD standards and see, you know, it's like the, when we break stuff up, this is how we break it up. And it's like, if you, it's like, Hey guys, when you give us this cloud, can you organize it, you know, based off of these standards for this project? And I'm like, hey, there you go. I mean, so now once you get it, even though it's like, what, it's a bunch of points, I don't really get it, but it's now all of a sudden fitting exactly into your standards. Um, you have some comfort level, at least initially knowing that this is not going to like, it's not going to be completely foreign to you as to what you've been doing on that project from day to day. Um, and oftentimes too, I mean, once you, I mean, it, it's going to follow the coordinate system of your of your project as it is already, or at least it can, as it long should. as we, yeah, it should, <laughs> it, it very much should, because you really shouldn't be getting uh, any kind of data and like, oh, it's not in the right place. Rotate it thirty degrees, bump it, you know, nudge, nudge, nudge with my up arrow to get it the right. right. I mean, that's yeah. a, that's like a free yeah. tip here because yeah. that's that is so frustrating. Yeah. you know, is to see that and when stuff isn't oriented properly and it doesn't it doesn't come in right. Man, that just, you know, eyeballing that in, in this day and age, we shouldn't have to do that, right? I mean, no. let's, let's create our user coordinate system and let's use right. it for the entire project. I mean, that's a whole nother, you know. We you know, should put, do one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a whole nother level because it's just, you know, just alignment. And ju- <laughs> just don't eyeball it. Don't shoot from the hip. I mean, you, you're going through this process. I mean, because, I mean, the second you align, well, we'll just align it. This this is a long, you know, 200-foot wall. That, that's that's enough in that we'll just align it with that. And it's like, yeah, but that wall's off by five degrees. You know, it's like, so there's absolutely no point in doing that. So. I mean, it really behooves you to set it up, do it right, and truly benefit it from, you know, the full scope. Yeah, so honestly, just uh, listening to the conversation, me being, you know, kind of new to this realm of things. You are the noob it, in the room. Yeah, it does. Um, <laughs> but this really does, it, it, it to me, just ties into basically technology as a whole when new technology comes out. And it's literally just education. Um having the you know having a conversation with with the with the customer and letting them know their options um but but the biggest thing is the education piece they when they see a file that's new to them yeah. they look at it and think it's scary Absolutely. they think it's daunting but in reality on the back end of that scary drawing like, like you'd said earlier chris is just they're just points in space you yep. know what yeah. i mean and it's just a lot of them you know uh, we can single things out you know you can zoom in and out of the drawing so that you can you know get a better visual of 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 the points but in the end it's it's just data you know and it as long as you know what you're looking at and you know how to read it the right way it's not as scary as you think it is and we and we love to have that conversation i mean i, I wish that we would have that conversation more often for someone to just say that point cloud is really scary because all too often you deliver it and you're like, I got it, I got it. Right. And then we walk out and then like the beads of sweat yeah, show up. Sure, sure. Like, I don't got it. <laughs> you, check, you check in with them and just making sure it's okay. It's like, yeah, I couldn't open it up on my system yet. I, I, I put in a request for a new for a new system. I'm like, oh, I can help you with that. And it's like, you know, so. You know, because the other thing we can do is, is and it goes, it goes back to scope because obviously sometimes you want every single point, but subsampling's still there too, right? And oh, there's, yeah. you know, there's, there's other ways of doing it. You don't have to see every point. You know, you sure. can, subsample you can say i only want to point every centimeter i want to point every five centimeters an inch if you're in america right i mean there's there's all kinds of things that we can do to thin that out to make that easier to digest oh definitely i mean i mean it's you have all this data you're like i want it all and it's like do you really want it all i mean it's famous last words but yeah i mean so it it really again it depends on what you're looking for i mean if, if you're just uh analyzing you know a facade of some form and 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 you don't need the reveals you know say it's precast or whatever you don't need the reveals you're just looking for you know uh, rough openings on a facade to make sure that the window units are fabricated properly i mean you can get away with that i mean there's i mean with uh, real works you know that uh, that i'm typically using that we're typically using 
I mean, you can say, well, yeah, we're going to take a point every inch. We're going to take a point every four inches, every six inches, but I'm going to keep the details. So when I hit the, when I hit the openings, uh, the rough openings of that facade, I'm going to get all the points along that detail. But uh, outside of that detail of that of that turn um, of that corner turn, uh, it's you know, I now I have every you know four inches every six inches um, because I don't really care about the planar aspect. I'm really just looking for the openings. We know um, there's a twenty foot wall there. Yeah, right. Exactly. So I mean, there's all. But then when you look at a thin you know a cloud that's been segmented that much or a thin that much decimated that much, it's kind of like wow, this isn't really very impressive because uh, it's like I you know what do these points really give me? It's but but that's where that's. You've got the underlying. Again, data. it comes back right. to what exactly you're wanting to get out of it. You can slice and dice and turn that cloud into whatever you want. It's scanning it initially with hardware that gives you enough detail that you'll ever really need out of it. Two millimeters accuracy is pretty fine detail, and uh, and then you can pull and push that. Well, I shouldn't say that sounds like I'm moving the points around. You can thicken or thin right. that cloud um, as much as you need to give, you know, for your, you know, exact purpose. Yeah. We don't want to move that around because yeah. that would be the UCF. And yeah, the yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> all right. So, so if we, uh, so as we, as we close out, cause obviously we're out of time today, but this was, this was really fun. Um, so Steve, you survived. So Thanks, we'll yeah. make you yeah. a deal. So you, you did so good in sitting here this week that next time we'll do one on cost planning. I love it. <laughs> I'll be the, I'll be the noob in that. Yeah. One. yeah. <laughs> so Chris is just gonna sit there and eat his pizza. So. Hey. Yeah. Cold, cold as cold, it is. Cold yeah. pizza. So, um, but anyways, that's our show for this week. As always, we love feedback, comments, discussion topics. It's easy to connect with us. Twitter is best at FoundationsBP, but you can also reach out to us uh, via your Building Point partners on LinkedIn and Facebook. And of course, you can stay up to date uh, with our latest episodes by subscribing to your favorite podcast client through iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play. Chris and Steve, again, guys, thanks for hanging out today, and thanks for helping us break in this new studio. Sure thing, man. Yeah, thanks it's for Chris having and, me, man. man. It's very cool. Um, and it's nice to it's nice to finally have a permanent place here. So, it, oh I feel yeah, like, you know, just just a place to call home. Yep, no more nomading, <laughs> if that's a proper term. That's that's a Chris term. So. That is. Yeah, so, yeah. like, you're you're a design guy. Yeah, so. true. <laughs> <laughs> On behalf of the entire Foundations team, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thanks again for joining us this week on Foundations. Stay up to date on each episode by subscribing via iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play.